Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So Russia has quit its grain export deal, um, allowing Ukraine's grain to be exported without interference on the Black Sea to um, Turkey. The Russians have quit. And now they're engaging in missile attacks on Ukrainian cities and centers of export for grain to a hungry world. Yeah, that's your, that's your, that's your Mr. Putin. I still get emails from people telling me, oh, no, 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 Vladimir Putin is not a bad guy. Really? What are you paying attention to? What's your source? Please don't send me any more of your emails. Don't. Anyway, they're also engaging in missile attacks on the city of Odessa, which is uh, inscribed on the UNESCO World Heritage List. Now, Ukraine did uh, attack the bridge linking Russia with the Crimean Peninsula a second time, and I guess that just totally angered Vlad Putin. Alexander Sherba is back with us, our good friend and former Ukrainian ambassador to Austria and member of the Ukraine diplomatic mission to the United States. His book is Ukraine versus Darkness, Undiplomatic Thoughts. Alexander, thank you very much for joining us. One of these days, I'll have to ask you about those undiplomatic thoughts to share them on the air with us. Um, thank you for having me again, Roy. Uh, well, today was a terrible, terrible day, uh, terrible morning in Ukraine because we had to wake up and to see all this havoc and destruction that Putin caused uh, in Odessa. In Odessa, uh, people in both in Ukraine and in Russia have a nickname for this city, Odessa Mama. So it's like a very, very warm uh, feeling uh, that uh, we Ukrainians have about the city and just to see uh, this this destroyed uh, temple there and to, to see how Putin um, is using uh, two kinds of uh, missiles against uh, uh, Odessa. First, uh, so-called um, missiles uh, X-22, which have um, a range of uh, which um, which are not very exact, so basically they can uh, serve from their target uh, till uh, up to uh, 600 meters. So uh, uh, he uh, and they carry uh, around uh, one ton of uh, TNT, uh, and this is the kind of uh, missiles uh, he is using against uh, Odessa. And the second missile is uh, so-called Onyx missile. It's against vessels. And it's rather precise and very difficult for Ukrainian air defense uh, uh, to shoot down. So both of them are causing terrible, terrible devastation. But uh, we are holding up and the uh, counteroffensive uh, in Ukraine's south uh, uh, is uh, still, you know, uh, underway. Not uh, the, big, the big part of Ukrainian army hasn't been deployed yet there. We are still uh, looking forward to, you know, uh, breaking through uh, Russian defenses. Unfortunately, they are very strong in the south. Plus, in Ukraine's east, uh, Russians are trying their own counteroffensive without without actually much result. Yeah, I, I uh, tweeted out at the Roy Green Show. I tweeted out or, or um, um, reposted one of your posts about 
what's going on in Odessa, photographs of uh, what the Russians are doing to this amazing, amazingly beautiful and historic city. So now, so let's talk about the Russians canceling the grain export agreement with Ukraine. That was in response, in reply to Ukraine, um, justifiably attacking that bridge, which is the Russian centerpiece, Putin's centerpiece, to uh, salute himself for the 2014 illegal theft of Ukrainian territory, the Crimean Peninsula. But whenever Ukraine does that, attack that bridge, and uh, it's a legitimate, legitimate target because you, the Russian military uses it, he just responds with, uh, with assaults on Ukraine. And now the, the grain export agreement uh, canceled, and he's going to try to interfere with, uh, with Ukraine's shipments themselves. Is there a way to get around Russian interference with grain ex- exports at, at sea, uh, Alexander? Well, we are trying to find uh, ways to, to circumvent uh, the uh, major ports uh, in Black Sea, like Odessa, um, that are unfortunately blocked now by Russia. Uh, and there are a couple of ways, uh, including the Danube Delta, uh, where uh, Ukraine um, well is trying to build, uh, hastily trying to build new facilities, port facilities for uh, exports of our grain. Uh, also, the European Union is offering uh, their um, services in, you know, railway exports. Uh, but, uh, of course, it uh, it results in a higher price for Ukrainian grain, which is difficult. And for Putin, uh, you know, cancelling a grain deal, uh, he was just looking for a, an excuse because this is a game for him. He was uh, basically doing a favor to Erdogan, but... Uh, uh, right now, uh, the uh, grain prices uh, are soaring, which is uh, um, good for Putin. Uh, Ukraine, as a, um, a competitor, is being removed from the market, which is good for Putin. Uh, and a uh, big part of the grain that he sells on the uh, market is actually Ukrainian grain that he stole from Ukraine. So uh, in every way, it's just it's a very, very cruel, as our foreign minister uh, says, hunger game uh, that Putin is playing with the world. Yeah. And uh, this is just a comment from me. Perhaps if our federal government weren't too concerned about fertilizer use in the prairie provinces and we maximized our ability to produce grain, that might be to the benefit of the whole world, but I wouldn't want to be someone to tell Mr. Stephen Gilbo what to do because he has the answers to everything. The tower climber. That's what I'm going to refer to him as now. The tower climber. Public mischief is what he was convicted of. The tower climber. Um, Alexander, please hold on. I I have some more questions for you. Honestly, I've never heard you sound like you sound today. I can't tell whether you're sad or angry or just a combination of the of the two. It's just, I'm sorry to hear the way you're sounding. I have to tell you that. It was a bad day. Yeah, I'm sorry for that. Putin is in continuing difficulty, perhaps increasing difficulty since over the last two, three weeks since that almost, uh, I don't know how close they came to, to getting to him and removing him. But uh, do you have any sense of what's of what's going on there now? How much trouble is he in? 
Well, he's definitely in a weaker position uh, ever since that mutiny uh, on uh, June 24th. Uh, he uh, This week uh, he has arrested the most uh, prominent uh, uh, critic uh, of uh, how he conducts the war. Uh, okay, uh, incidentally, incidentally, it was the guy who boasted uh, about his role uh, in starting the war in Donbass in 2014. He was back then a very avid, you know, a follower of Putin, um, uh, Igor Girkin, uh, Strelkov. So he, Putin has started, you know, this crackdown on uh, uh, these hardliners who are not, uh, who think that. Uh, uh, much, much more uh, Russians should be recruited and much more, more you know, uh, uh, weapons, including uh, nuclear, should be uh, deployed in Ukraine. Um, so he's uh, trying to stifle uh, the, you know, most hardcore voices, uh, not because he's a humanist, but because uh, they um, so split the public support uh, in Russia. And he's uh, uh, traveling throughout the country all of a sudden and trying to hug babies and uh, to be seen in public, which is very unusual uh, for the guy who was hiding in his bunker for uh, the last two years. So um, this is my impression. He is not he, he, he is not done yet, of course, but he's in a weak position. Uh, and, uh, uh, of course, uh, this whole campaign is not going according to his plans. He is interested in, you know, freezing it uh, for a while uh, and uh, restarting it uh, in, in, in half a year, in a year. And we know that in Ukraine. Therefore, we are very skeptical about all these, you know, hints that uh, Ukraine should sacrifice a part uh, of her people, of her territory, of her freedoms uh, to Kremlin once again. We uh, want to win this war, uh, although we understand and we see it's it comes uh, at, at enormous cost. Tell us a little bit about. Uh, I mean, I ask you questions when you come on the program, and you're very generous uh, to to come on as frequently as you do, and you answer my questions. But let me just ask you this: What do you want to say to the people of this country? And we have people listening to this program online and far-flung places in the, in the world. What is it you want us to know? Well, uh, first of all, I know you are not a big fan of Trudeau government, but I want to say thank you, uh, Canada, for you know extending the personal sanctions against uh, a number of Russian propagandists uh, in Canada uh, during this week. So Canada imposed, you know, visa ban on a number of people who call themselves uh, actors and film directors and singers, but in reality they are propagandists for Putin. And this was a very good step, and uh, I saw the tweets by the Russian embassy protesting against it, but uh, of course it was uh, as hypocritical as everything they tweet and uh, state uh, these days. Most important message from for, uh, is to, to, to Canada as a NATO country. And we need, uh, we have the situation uh, in Odessa right now. Odessa is not as good covered uh, with, you know, patriots uh, 
as Kyiv, for instance. And uh, unfortunately, Odessa, we in Odessa, we don't have the wide range uh, Atacams uh, missiles and Tomahawk missiles from the West so that we can counter, uh, you know, these strikes that are coming basically on a daily basis. Um, so Russians are uh, uh, destroying Odessa from a safe distance, and it shouldn't be that way. So please say yes when uh, uh, the uh, question is decided whether to supply Ukraine with uh, 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 500 uh, kilometers uh, uh, missiles so that these, you know, uh, uh, missile uh, vessels, uh, carriers, uh, Russian uh, cannot be, wouldn't uh, feel so, you know, uh, free uh, in the uh, vicinity of Crimea and, uh, you know, destroying our cities. That would be the most important thing right now. We need Atacams in Ukraine. Yeah. We'd have to support the initiative because we don't have any ourselves. We, we, we don't have yeah. enough, but, we don't but have but enough military to protect ourselves. We are. Uh, please we are. Uh, make your uh, voice heard. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Are you confident that the military operation with the equipment that you have now, and I know you need the F-16s and, uh, and the additional munitions that you mentioned, are you confident that with, you, what, with what you have now that the counteroffensive will in fact succeed? Two things. You confident of that? And you'll have to give me the answer in 20 seconds. I'm sorry. And are you confident the grain shipments will be able to get through at some point? Uh, I am confident, but most importantly, uh, our uh People on the front line are confident because for me it's easy to be confident here sitting uh, in Kiev. And about grain ships, a grain, grain deal, it will be a very, very difficult issue, but Ukrainian diplomacy is working on it. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.